Welcome back to Life After High School, everybody. My name is Glenn Younger-Gorse, and each week I look to bring you an impactful guest, message, story, and lesson to help you reach your wildest goals. Thank you for hanging out with me today, and let the show begin. It's the Life After High School podcast. What I kind of want to dive into, first and foremost, why I'm wearing sunglasses is I got something in my eye, and it keeps watering. So, everybody who's going like, what's this asshole wearing sunglasses side for? I'm sorry. It's an eye thing. He's um, setting a trend. That's, that's what's going down. If I do like happen to set one, then by all means. With, with the Miami yeah. Beach shirt, too. That's, that's what's going down. It's not about me today, He's fantasizing though. about being in a warmer climate. Just saying. He understands that's, me. That's what's going down. Unlike, you know, you in the garage <laughs> climate. But we'll get to that. So, it's not about me today, though, and what I'm wearing, unfortunately. It's about you. And since we kind of chatted last... Um, at least on the show, what I want to know is, so a lot of things have happened, but I want to know kind of the transition when it became first an idea and take us through to like why you're in Sudbury now and what that, what that's kind of looked like. And then we'll get into how adjusting has been. All right, dude. Well, since you guys have seen now, I am in Sudbury. And I used to live in Hamilton, and I've always wanted to live here because I've had the privilege of meeting a lot of wonderful human beings like Mr. Glenn here and uh, a bunch of brothers and sisters of mine that I've had the opportunity to connect with. And um, a big part of my life, if you guys have watched the last episode, I was very isolated. And uh, I didn't really believe that I can be anything more than isolated or sick. And what happened was... I kind of built this dedication in this goal and this determination around getting myself independent and getting myself to be the best person I could be mm-hmm. to actually come full circle and kind of help others. Yeah. Whereas that's been like a goal of mine since I kind of left the hospital bed. And what happened was I was studying for so long and I recently yeah. just got my second certification nice. for uh, life coaching and I've been doing personal training and all these different things. And it was getting to the point back home where it was like, I just felt like I needed to get out and figure out my own way. Sure. And the reason why that is, is because I was babied a lot of my life because Mm -hmm. I didn't have the capability to to help myself Mm -hmm. or take accountability, right? And now with being healthy and, you know, grinding for a long time to gather up the right resources, education, and just all in all, like lifestyle, I've had the dream of like, being able to work as like a trainer or a coach um, and fulfill my dream and vision of what I really am passionate about, which is helping others and really speaking and coaching with regards to mentality mm-hmm. um, and the whole bit about that. And what happened was um, my mentor, he actually, of course, um, came up with a spectac- spectacular um, idea. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was I kept on going back and forth where I was almost afraid to leave my nest because I was scared because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was like to be out on my own. Yeah. And I was almost like over preparing every single step that I took For sure. because I was so used to being taken care of by my parents, by my family, yeah. and also by like hospital staff and just things like that. And my mentor, he looked at me and he said, you're going to move to suburb. And he said, whatever it takes, you're going to do it. However it takes, you're going to do it, but you need to do it because if you don't take this shot, you don't take this leap, um, it's going to 
deplement your growth. Sure. And it's not going to allow you to get to where you truly want to be. Mm -hmm. And so what kind of lined this all up was um, I was able to talk with some really close friends of mine who have gyms yeah. and are very close buddies of mine who have actually had me in the gyms to do work in the past. Mm -hmm. But I went up to them and I basically said, hey, look, I'm willing to dedicate like literally moving up here and providing as much service and as much capability as I could to fit into this role at your gyms. Mm -hmm. And I did that during Five Cent City Weekend, which was in August. And I talked to them both and I pitched them on you know my niche, which is mentality. And thankfully, they said, let's do it. And then what happened is ever since after that step, I was like, I'm going to line up everything I possibly can to just get my, my ass up there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's it. And, you know, thankfully, like you, I have this man standing right in front of me who's pulled strings for me that without him pulling strings for me, I would not be here right now because I wouldn't have a place to stay. Um, and it's been a really interesting journey so far, but I do not regret a single step in it. Amazing. And I think what what's really interesting to see and what I'm like, I want to know what's been, um, cause I want to kind of attest to something once you, uh, once I hear your answer, I'm really curious, what has been a few like challenges you've had to face in the last, like you've been up for three weeks now? Yeah, three weeks or so. Two weeks, we're going on three weeks on Tuesday, I think. Um, has it been that long? I, I want to say two weeks. This will be the second weekend you've been up. Okay, so, okay, I yeah, will say, yeah. No, this will be the third weekend. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, third, okay. Third weekend, yeah. So it'll be about three Almost, weeks. Yeah, so about two, two and a half weeks. Yeah. Not quite a month. Um, but what I want to know is, what's been, like, what were some, like, struggles you faced in that time frame, though? Like, what were some of your, like, few, like top three, like, biggest challenges? All right, bro. Well, great question. Thank you. Um, you know, my mentor, before he had this idea, and actually when he pitched it to me, um, he told me, he was like, you know, you're going to level up, but with leveling up, you get new challenges. Yeah, of course. And challenges you've never dealt with before. Right. Um, and it's, so, it's a game, right? Oh, it's, it's, it's a, like a video game. It's, it, it is a video game. Higher levels, higher challenges. 100%. And but different you're ready challenges. for it. Yeah, yeah different you're ready bosses. For it. And so, for me, one of my hardest challenges has been definitely having faith in the process mm -hmm. and definitely knowing yeah. that this is the correct choice mm -hmm. and knowing that even though I've, um, I've definitely taken a large leap to yeah. something I've never done in my life yeah. and it's been very, um, it can be very scary at times, but also very richful at times. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely been a huge challenge to allow and just let go of whatever is happening is going to happen. Right. And I can only control what I've done so far, mm -hmm. you know, like being able to have a vehicle now and, you know, being able to live in and out of your garage for the first bit. Um, I can't, that's all I can control. Yeah. Right. And until I get a stable foundation, I'm just going to have to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. And so something that I've really had to uh, be challenged with is I've never, this has brought so much gratitude to my plate because I've never had to be in a circumstance where I was almost out of shelter. Right. Like I've always, even in the hospital, like as, as difficult people could say it was, or I could say it was, yeah. is you always have warmth, yeah. you always have blankets, you always have pillows, you never have to worry about freezing. You don't always have pillows in the hospital. Oh, that's true. That's true. Thank you for catching that. <laughs> that's literally my I'm quote. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, 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 have, you have somewhat of comfort 
a lot of the discomfort that comes in the hospital is internal. Right. And a lot of the things that are external just heighten that. Mm -hmm. In this circumstance, a lot of things are external. Right. And what I'm learning is my internal state is actually elevating the external state. Right. And some things I've had to adapt is like, okay, if I want to adapt to cold weather, I have to learn how to properly regulate my body system. Yeah, your thermo, right? thermo, and thermo regulatory system. Thank you, yeah. And so with that being the play is like, I have to be much more disciplined on like jumping in cold water, mm -hmm. taking cold showers, yeah. even uh, doing deep breathing sessions that I didn't really have to do at home because I was so used to um, a conditioned environment, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I, I have to watch my body temperature when I sleep because um, it's no longer that I'm just in a bed and I'm warm. And I've learned now with this experience the privilege of having a bed and having a room yeah. that's AC conditioned and regulated temperature-wise where I don't have to worry about comfort. Mm -hmm. I can literally just put my blankets on and I'm comfortable. Sure. Whereas in the garage, it's like, I have to do it a certain way and I have to make sure certain body parts are covered and I have to make sure that this thing is on and this thing's turned off. Yeah. And, and without all that, I, I don't feel as great. Right. So that's definitely been one of my biggest challenges. And then the second challenge I would give is, I would say, adapting to a new routine. Um, yeah, it's always the hardest. Yeah, yeah. Like adapting to a new routine. So I've always developed the habits of pushing yourself to do something every day until it becomes a routine. Mm -hmm. What I've learned during this time is like, it's much more harder to do that when you have so much uncertainty. Mm -hmm. When you don't really have a set schedule. Right. You have a set time for when you're working and when you're doing this, but it's like all that time prior, you're kind of all over the place and just in this loop of like, I need to get these things done, but I don't know how or when I'm going to get these done. Mm -hmm. And I have to make it a priority to get this in line before this thing happens. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of put like something I took advantage of back home on another level where it's like here, it's not so much something I could take advantage of. It's something that I have to adapt. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the last challenge would be being okay alone. And yeah, I've noticed. And the, and the reason why I, I've been struggling with that is because I love people. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that got me healthy and got me out of the hospital was connection and belonging. Right. And I do have that everywhere I go, which is, yeah. which is actually the main reason why I moved to Sudbury. Because mm -hmm. I have so much family here, yeah. even though they're not blood family. And... Being in the house or being in the garage alone or being in my car alone or or not being uh, around people or let's say nights when all my buddies may be having other plans and I'm at home, yeah. it's it's something where I have to adjust and adapt where I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And it's in a different state where it's not like I'm unable, it's I'm able to be with other people but I have to learn how to be okay with myself. Yeah, dude, and it's just like I found with being, like with being alone and I think everybody kind of... There's being alone and being lonely, yeah. right? And if you're able to separate the two and understand, like I've gone through it where, and your good buddy Jordan talked about it on the show, um, and I've been kind of going through this a lot lately, is spending time alone just so you can get good at being alone. Mm. Like, consider it a skill. 
Whereas, like, I find sometimes I'm, like, anxious when I'm around people, but then yeah. not anxious when I'm at home mm. by myself. Or I'm anxious when I'm at home by myself, but not anxious when I'm out with Ooh. people. So it's really just, I just got to be more aware of what's causing those things. Right. So it would be, like, just over-exhaustion or over-exertion right. or, like, too much caffeine, whatever the right. case be, right? Right. But, excuse me, so what I see it as is with the reps of just, yeah, being alone, just getting used to it and... Maybe like putting the phone down, going for a walk, kind of like yeah. being alone is being present where you are, yeah. right? That's, that's one of the thing. biggest things I struggle with. Yeah, man. Because I've, I've noticed if you, what you do is sometimes you're on, like sometimes you go phone and then you put yeah. phone and then you pace yeah. and then you go back to your phone and then yes. you pace back to your phone. I'm like, is he okay? I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, is, do I say something? But I, I'm kind of busy, but now I notice. So now I'm not focused on what I, right, right, what's right. going on here. So yeah, but it's interesting that you're aware of it because I think if you're able to kind of implement something that you can do where it's like, even if you're like, dude, I'm going out for a walk, I'm like, all right, cool. Just, you know, don't get it by a car. Um, or if you see the kids that threw eggs at my window, go get them. But yeah, dude, like, I think it's cool that you're aware of those things, and in regards to, like, with climate and controlling that, and it's like, yeah, man, it's a lot colder up here, it drops. Like, if it was always cold, to be a bit better, but it drops, and then it goes back up, and it drops and goes back up, and those drops are what, dude, they get me, and I'm in the house. Yeah. I'm like, I can only imagine how you feel sometimes, and I've crashed in the garage before. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Granted, I have a lot more insulated and, like, different things, but, right. yeah, again, it's not, uh not like crazy industrial heaters so right and thankfully you'll have a warm place to stay when it does get colder yes <laughs> yes but yeah man that's cool that you're aware of all that stuff though it's really interesting there's um with the challenges what i'd like to know um what is something that you're kind of what was something that you were looking forward to when you came up here and then when it all happened it like it blew you out of the water. Like it would turn out to be better than you expected, mm. or would you say it's too soon to find out? Mm. Like, well, what, what was something really good that happened? Yeah, I, I would definitely say I've had those things happen already. Amazing. Where um, one of the things I was most excited about coming up here was number one having independence, but being around friends yeah. and being around people who I truly feel super close with. Yeah. Um, you being one of them. Amazing. Um, and being able to know what that's like all the time. And I yeah, found that cool. when I was back home, you know, we could say that, you know, we have a choice on our own energy supply. But a lot of the times, yeah. people's energy can also detriment that supply as well. It does both, yeah. Right? And so I found for myself at home, I was having a really hard time with keeping a steady climate of energy. Um, and I do not like to blame others, but I would definitely say that it was much harder to be around um, different kinds of energy near home mm -hmm. than it is here. Yeah. And what I've noticed is that when you surround yourself with people who are such more genuine mm -hmm. or like-minded yeah. or people who are on the same path as you, therefore they're on your team mm -hmm. rather than your opponent... Yeah. Um, you do better when logically you shouldn't be doing better. Example right. is I've slept like crap the whole time I've been up here. Mm -hmm. And back home when I slept like crap, I was out for weeks because my immune system's already weak from all the past traumas. Right. 
And so usually when I don't sleep good, my immune system kicks off right away and it, it sets me back. Interesting. But being around the correct people and having good energy or good things around me yeah. that actually excites my emotions, excites my my hormones and such is like yeah. I'm more healthier. And I noticed this because when I was even back home, I would travel to Sudbury and I would travel to see you guys and you yeah. know my friends and and family I call up here and when I did that my health would get better and it was so alarming to me because well, it was like yeah it was like this is so true that's cool because I heard about it before and I studied it through my own studies through yeah. holistic coaching but like I never experienced it right because I was so used to one bubble yeah. and then what I started to do was when I finally got the balls and the courage to get my driver's license and I drove up here and I started visiting friends Every time I came up, I hit a new level. Mm -hmm. Even if, let's say, I, I left and I was on a week slate. Like, when I left here, when I left this time to come up here and actually move here, I hadn't been sleeping for days. Yeah, you didn't sleep for days and when I was, you got here. You I was congested. I was weak. I was like... Yeah, you were sick. I was sick. And then within two, three days, I was healthy again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was still sleeping in the garage. I was still, you know, being in a state where logically you shouldn't be healthier. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But... Just having that energy or like that that surrounding system of like support yeah. or like like-minded vibe, um, it just brings you up. And it also the biggest thing is it it, it and you shouldn't allow this. But for me, it's been a huge contributor because a lot of my life I haven't channeled this part of me. Is like when you're around people who mess with you, you allow yourself to be yourself. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. and that's not always a good thing that you want to keep on lock all the time. No, but when you have support that brings the best out of you, like encouraging, mm -hmm. encouraging wise, motivation wise, inspiration yeah. wise, it's much more easier to tap into that source. Yeah, and that side of you. And, and that side know, of you where it's, you it's are. It's a skill, right? You're able yeah, to you feel, it. you yeah. feel solid in yourself. Right. And you're not looking for other people. You're not looking for other things to validate that. Yeah. You already feel it around you and you feel it within, within you. Yeah. You're like, this is amazing. And you, you feel such a solid foundation to just represent that foundation within yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say to that. I think um, when it comes to like the transition and the moving over, um, one thing I've kind of noticed that I've been really like fortunate, um, you're very, like you're disciplined with things that I think a lot of people would take for granted usually mm. because you're hypersensitive to things. Mm. And so what's interesting is whether it be like your diet and stuff because you're like, yo, yeah. Yeah, one little thing's off on my diet, <laughs> it's not good. You're, yeah, yeah you're dude. Bad. But if something happens to my diet, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then yeah. it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. But then you've kind of made me and I'm really grateful for it. And then we talk about, I'm like, dude, you know, my goal, I'm going to start eating more salads. And so... Dude, it was weird. It was like my stomach was like, I felt, it felt heavy and then I ate, a, I ate like a handful of the fucking like kale. Yeah. Whatever. I ate a handful of kale. I was like, oh, my stomach feels better now. Yeah. I was like, this fucking guy. Oh, bro. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for dude. telling me yeah, that. Yeah, dude. We, so, we discussed that briefly, but I didn't we know did, that part. Yeah. No, I did that like two days ago. I was like, why does my stomach feel like solid? That's then, awesome, bro. Yeah, man. It felt like a weird feeling. So I did that and I was like, oh, it helped out. And I was like, oh, this guy. It's like, I really got to start fucking watching my dad now. Because that's something where I'm like, I've always been strong and in shape. So I don't really need to, I don't, I never really felt like diet was too important because I just never saw how a good diet could really affect me. Mm -hmm. And then seeing the benefits of it, even like in brief like doses. Yeah. 
in the very, very short term, like only a couple, like a week, this past week of doing it now that I've been recovered from being sick and like watching my sugar, watching this, yeah. watching that, I feel like way better. I feel I'm like awake more. My brain just works a bit better. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. man. So that's really cool. I'm happy to hear that, really man. Cool. You've, thank you for sharing. Yeah, dude. That's, um, it's been something that, um, one thing that I've noticed, what I really, what I really get a kick out of is, and why I'm happy you're kind of doing this like transition period, we'll call it for about a month mm -hmm. where you're like, Oh, come down late September. You know, I got a few weeks here at Glenn's house and then you move to a place right and then you can kind of start fresh yeah where I'm kind of available as a resource when I'm here right right and there's a lot of things and I've been explaining this to people because what I think was interesting is like there's a lot of little things that I need to be more patient about mm. because like you'll ask the questions you ask <laughs> are kind of ridiculous <laughs> If I didn't know you, yes, like because I and know you and so we have hard. a relationship, yeah, that's been one of the biggest things, dude. It's crazy because some of them, I'm like, is he fucking messing with me? Yeah, right now? I know. But then I'm like, oh, because I was talking with a few people before. I was like, yeah, like he's. I'm like, okay, I know he's never lived on his own, but I'm like, when I didn't live on my own, I still knew how to operate a stove properly and do this. Yeah. I still yeah. knew like how to put my key ring on. Yeah, I know. Like little, little, like door handle yeah, key locks, like yeah. all these things that I'm like. Yeah operating I'm like he just doesn't know yeah and then a lot of like some things I want to respond like how I usually respond to, at work which is which is good because it kind of challenges me to be a bit like less abrupt because at people if they if people at work or something if they can't figure out something or they have a question I'm like we'll figure it out right but I can't really do that with you because there's no base right whereas like often like all or some me or somebody will have a base knowledge that they can kind of apply to figure out this problem Whereas you maybe won't. Right. So that's where I have to be a bit more patient because I'm so used to being like, I can tell, dude. I'm like, figure it out. I can like, tell. Leave I me alone. But I'm like, no, Glenn. He, did, he can't figure it out because there's no base there. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, Glenn, put this thing together for my key. I'm like, okay, well, without the instructions, fine. I know that things have to go in holes. There's X amount of screws. So all those screws have a place and screws go in threaded holes. I know it has to be here. It's set up this way. Yeah. You know, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> So I'm like, ah, there's no base to start from. So I have to be more patient with that. But otherwise, seeing kind of how you've grown and you've learned and then this transition phase, to my point, will be really is really, really good, I think, for you overall because I'm going to try to show you stuff as much as I've been exhausted. Thank you, dude. That's just my schedule. I'm trying to show you stuff and be give you, like, some, like, basic skills or basic, like, how to start things. Because mm -hmm. I think if anybody, if everybody can kind of figure out most problems, if you know where to start. Yes. Right? So if you have no base or no, don't know where to start, then you can't really deduce anything. And you can't deduce the problem, you can't figure it out. Yes. Right? And so that my whole thing is problem solving at work and stuff. So yes. if you're able, I like this period before you get to, like, operating on yourself because when you're in your own room or you have this own setup, you won't know. Yep. You'll be alone a lot more than you are now. Yep. And you'll be like, yeah, there's moments with friends, but then sometimes it's like you have to, if they're home, chances are they want to be using the same thing you are. Yep. Right? So you can't be asking them questions, right? So it's like now that you'll be able to, this transition phase I think is amazing because you're able to figure out the base stuff or the stuff that you don't know that a lot of people would know. Yeah. Just given the histories and then go, okay, I know that like if the side of my pot starts to smoke, I'm like, okay, well, it's probably the food underneath that happens everywhere, right? It's type of stove. It is what it is. 
you're like, oh, fuck, like shit's on fire. I'm like, no, it's all good. You're like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then I know that when you move out and that happens, you're not going to be like, you know, you're not going to look like an idiot when yes. strangers who don't know you are like, yes. what is this guy thinking? Yes. Like, Dude, it's nothing. You're going to be like, ah, okay, whatever, it's no big deal. It's going to burn and melt. So 100%. Like, I, think it's, I think it's a good thing, this like period you have before you kind of dive in. Like, same with the internship, right? It's a period for you to I agree. go and test the waters and stuff. So I agree. Yeah, man, I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked Thank for you. how everything's going to kind of fan out and... Yeah, dude. Uh, what's uh, what's something that like in the next year you're looking forward to the most? Oof. I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to the most is having a set schedule and a set routine, knowing that I'm living literally what I desired to live mm -hmm. like two, three years ago. Right. And what I mean by that is like being able to know that number one, I get to do what I love. Mm -hmm. And I actually get income in supply of that. Right. Number two is I'm super confident because I've achieved something I never thought I could do, which was being on my own, mm -hmm. being independent. And then number three is being able to fully adapt into me, who I am. Mm -hmm. Like understanding that I have no more limitations. Mm -hmm. I've literally hit where I wanted to hit. Right. And from that point on, it's just like I can just expand. Right. It's no longer right. about developing. It's about expanding. Right. And that's been the end, end goal. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm just going to continue to expand and expand and expand and develop. For sure. But to have that set in stone already within the four years I've been at this is like ridiculous. Yeah. And I like how you brought up that point about me asking those questions because that has been my hardest thing because yeah. oftentimes I critique myself when asking those questions because I feel stupid, yeah. right? And I have to get out of my head mm -hmm. and accept the consequences of how other people may perceive my questions. Right. And I've had it a ton where like people look at me like, are you serious? You don't know how to do this? Yeah. You don't know what this is? I want to like, I want to I'm really hope I don't do that. You I don't, don't think I have? You don't. But I know but I'm you saying, do catch me a bad time. But but no, I I'm not saying you yeah. do. What I'm saying though, what I'm bad. saying though is like when you brought up that thing about the questions, mm -hmm. it's like I'm glad that you're aware of like and I'm glad that it's been able to help you because mm -hmm. that makes me want to it gives me more encouragement to ask those questions. Yeah. Cuz a lot of the times I'm afraid well, it's a good challenge. It's a good challenge. It's a very ways, good right? challenge, and I trust you, right? Yeah. And like, it's much more harder to ask those questions to someone who I may not necessarily know. Right, or who doesn't and, know you. And right. Like, yeah. And and it's like it's like I have to almost it's a it's a stepping block of getting out of my head and letting go of whatever the other person may think of me. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the base things that I have to do almost every single day yeah. when it comes to the littlest things. And then what usually happens is after they'll get to know me or whatever the case is. And my way of thinking about it is like, I know where I'm heading. And if they could see me struggling in that aspect and then later on down the road, see me on TV, yeah. giving value the way I want to give it or achieving the goals I'm going to achieve, mm -hmm. they can look at that as inspiration mm -hmm. of like, wow, that guy who just asked me, how do I fill up my car with gas is now touring and doing TED Talks. How does that make sense? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, as much how, as much as how hard it is right now, I have to keep my eyes on what it's going to provide down the road, mm -hmm. right? And when I when I completely fully engage in that, usually afterwards I do not regret it. Never regret not. it. Never ever not. regret it.
that makes me like I feel really good that you're able to challenge and like it brings out a side of me that I'm like okay, yeah like we said be patient but so what I want to do is I want to ask you a series kind of to end a bit this chat tonight and we'll do more of these I'm sure as we go in the of next course. week but of course we are. just to update and where we're going but rapid fire so I want you to say kind of the first thing or the first answer that I'm ready I'm loaded comes to first answer that comes to mind loaded okay um quick bullet point not much thinking if any um best piece of advice your mentors ever given you oh first thing that comes to mind oh man or the mo most impactful thing your mentor has said to you well the greatest thing my mentor has shown me and constantly told me and guided me to do okay is he has provided and guided me to show me my potential. Amazing. That is the ground foundation that comes to my mind. Yes, I could get into specifics of how, but like, that is the greatest thing I've ever received in my life. Mm -hmm. And when I knew from my mentor that I had potential to leave the hospital bed, or when I knew I had the potential to move out of my home, uh, yeah. get my own vehicle, get my driver's license, speak, like... I've succeeded ever since. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is when I never believed I had potential, I didn't succeed. And that was when I didn't want to live. Mm -hmm. And so the greatest advice my mentor has ever given me to give, keep it very short and condensed is to understand I have potential. Amazing. That is the biggest thing. Favorite, uh, favorite quote that you've ever heard? Oh. Quick. Dude, I'm, I'm like to think rapid of fire, Michael. I'm and trying to think like, of one, man. Give me a second. I'm trying to think of one, uh, <laughs> dude. I, I can't think of a. Quote. It could be best quote, favorite quote, one that you heard recently. Like this is gonna be very generic. Fine. I've always heard this one. Growing up, growing up, because my dad was a hockey fan. Um, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Amazing. And um, that's Wayne Gretzky, I think. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Like, Who said it? Because um, I was like, it's one of the greats. It's either Jordan, like Michael Jordan. Yeah, or, um, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think we were leaving Laurentian University when I asked We you were, what, yeah. We were talking about something. Um, women. <laughs> but I digress. Um, that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, <laughs> I know your mom watches, so what I'm going to do uh, is um, another one. Uh, favorite book you've ever read? Oh, Think Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Perfect. Easy. Um, favorite pair of shoes you own? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I would say right now, just because I wear them a ton, and they look good with everything, and they make me pop, and I love popping, uh, Yeezy Zebras. Nice. Um, most important skill a public speaker should have, Ooh. in your opinion. In your opinion. Connecting with the audience. And what I mean by that is actually practicing, focusing on how you're going to impact the audience rather than just speaking about you. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I've recently learned that. And ever since I learned that, I've been so much more successful and I've had so much more impact, which has brought back so many things full circle mm -hmm. that I could never imagine if I just kept on telling it the same way I used to tell it. What's the, uh, what's the worst piece of advice somebody's ever given you? Go be a landscaper. <laughs> I had I'm not even gonna say I'm not gonna say who, but no. I've had 
I've had, some, <laughs> I've, had I've had people very close to me who I love dearly uh, during a time when things were very clear uh, say that I should go be a landscaper. You should go mow some lawns. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Amazing. And that was just through the times I was progressing. Nothing wrong with being a landscaper. Nothing wrong with that. And actually, I, I'm thankful for that statement because it motivated me so much. And it challenged me. Um, and it made me very, first, very hurt. But then after, not because landscaping is bad, not saying that, but because my heart knew I, I had all this potential that I needed to live up to. And I knew that me just settling to be a landscaper, again, no shot, no shot taken. For me, that wasn't the road. And it, it put it in full circle that I need to see my vision before others saw it. And I'm learning more and more that the only way you prove your vision is you live it and you show it. Because that's the only way other people will see it. And yeah, that's a good way to end, dude. I think so, too. I like that. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. I'm excited for more. <laughs>